Once again, welcome to another live broadcast. My name is Isa Phillips Akintola. This morning, once again, I want to welcome you to another session of our broadcast. This is the Potter's Gate online broadcast where we establish the will of God, the counsels of God, where we bring the mind of God, the intentions of God to the nations. Wherever you are joining us this morning or you'll be connecting you know, to us, I want to pray this morning that once again, we'll be able to imprint and establish the present realities of God's will and purpose into your space, into your life. I want you to join us this morning as we begin to pray. We're going to be tracking one or two things this morning as the Spirit of the Lord continue to reveal His intention and desire to us All right, for this glorious day. This is the beautiful day the Lord Amen, has made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you. None are your ways before the foundations of the earth thank you father for this day that you have established in eternity a day that is unfolding yes into time a day that is revealing your intention for this day and father as we take our place and connect to that which your spirit wants to do wants to reveal in this glorious day father we present ourselves to you as a living sacrifice holy unacceptable for it is our reasonable service i thank you lord this morning oh god that as i offer to you myself lord as a vessel oh god that will reveal your heart your mind i will pray oh god your your intentions and your desire lord into the earth i pray this morning once again that your kingdom will find us where we are ready and prepared to execute all that yes has been written for this glorious day we bless your name we honor you. We thank you, God, for, yes, the spirit of your ecclesia that you're awakening in this glorious day. We thank you for your truth, oh God, once again, that will lead us further. Thank you, Father, for your spirit that will bring us deeper into the revelation, into the desired intention of your counsel for this glorious day. We thank you. Thank you, Father, for everyone that will be listening, watching, oh God, that will be part of this broadcast in the few minutes that we're going to be spending. I pray, oh God, that your word will find, yes, oh God, entrance into their heart, your word will find inroad oh god into every faculty of their life thank you lord that there will be a shift oh god in their paradigm their understanding yes lord will be more resource your your spirit in them oh god yes father will bring them to the place where they can become stronger thank you lord that nothing will break their spirit in this glorious day thank you father that you're building your church and the gates of hell will not prevail we honor you we glorify your holy name in jesus name thank you so much everyone uh we've been struggling with uh uh, the other platform but we thank god this morning that uh, we are able to just bring this i just said to myself i'm not giving up all right i am not giving up of course that's what it takes amen to live in the days that we live in okay we have to continually develop that dogged spirit that you know rugged spirit that spirit amen that never says die and that is the attitude that we believe in god amen to develop that no matter what the enemy does to try to push to try to stop to try to frustrate amen the intentions of god in our life that we will continue amen to press to push further to make demand until we see the right change so thank you my dear brother ashamed uh, this morning thank you brother bakiso it's nice to have you join this morning and of course my dear and Sister Tina and any other person that is joining us this morning, want to welcome you to amen, this short period of our broadcast that we're going to be having. I just want to share, you know, one or two things, you know, uh, that we have begun to look into for uh, a few days now. We've been dealing with, all right, the, the 
the spirit of the apostolic age. We've been dealing with, amen, the coming uh, uh, realities of the kingdom of God. We've been talking about the nearness of the kingdom. And we've been talking about how we can prepare ourselves as a church. What are the things we need to know? What are the things we need to do? What are the things we need to shift into? What are the things we need to transit out of, all right? So the Lord has been speaking to us. He's been giving us clarity. He's been giving us direction via his spirit. Of course, if we have been listening, we will hear what the spirit of God, amen, is saying. There's a voice. There's a, there's a, there's a direction. There's an instruction, amen, that the Lord is giving us, all right, in this new day. And uh, we, we've been looking at the concept of heaven giving us, amen, a kind of a nine-year you know, a uh, uh, you know, window of opportunity, and all of the things that we've been talking about is to basically prepare us, all right, for this next, you know, a phase that is coming, all right. Something is coming. Something is going to take place in the earth, amen. In the next, amen, nine years. But we want to be ready as a church. Of course, we know the end of the script. Yesterday, I was talking about, you know, uh, uh, the church as as a type of, you know, you know, uh, a company of people that are acting out, all right, that which has already scripted, that which has been written, all right. The Bible says it is written. Jesus lived from that position of what was written. Remember when the enemy came and attacked him, amen. He said it is written, it is written, it is written, it is written. So what we're trying to do, amen, is to bring us to understand, amen, the script. What has been written? What is our own role? What is my role, amen, in this movie, amen, in this play, in this in this drama? What is my role? What is your role, all right? So we all, we all want to understand our role. We want to understand what the Spirit of God, amen, is saying. We want to understand the end emphasis of the Lord, amen, for our part, amen, for you to have a great movie, all right, we have to have all kinds of parts and scenes, all right, so every one of us must take our rightful place, amen, if you look at the concept of the rebuilding of the wall, all right, everyone, amen, all the Levites, every leader, amen, in, 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 the, in the nation of uh, uh, in the Israel, all right, the, in Jerusalem, everyone took their rightful place, all right. So this is a time where everyone, amen, must understand what the Lord is saying. There's something God is saying to you as an individual. There's something God is saying to the church corporately, all right. So we, we are in a day where we need to understand that heaven is demanding that we return. We're in a day that heaven is demanding that we, we turn to him. We're in a day where heaven is re re demanding that we respond, amen, to his voice. The Bible says, if you hear his voice today if you hear his voice today harden not your heart maybe many of us has even got into the point where we no longer hear the voice of god and that that may be true i mean we we in a day where the voice of men the, the you know the the voice of you know the opinions of of society the voice of corona the voice of you know financial you know hardship the voice of you know your need and challenges may be you know overwhelming to the point that you can't even hear the voice of god again so one of the things that we want to do amen in this period in time is to is to be able to re locate we have to find our way back to that point up to that place where we can hear all right man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that word that proceed out of the mouth of god so how do you create that environment how do you create that atmosphere where you can hear where you can listen where you can amen respond to what god is saying i think that is very important all right all of the things that we are dealing with you know at the potter's gate you know a, a platform amen is on the backdrop of where amen the church has been 
So we're, we're, we're dealing with things, we're dealing with life, we're dealing with the present, you know, uh, uh, realities from a backdrop of where, amen, we, we've been as a church, all right, as individual and of course as a corporate church. So we, we have a standing, we have amen, a, a, a posture, if you will, amen, of, of what is expected, of what is demanded of us. Of course, this is an apostolic hub, amen. So we're dealing with, amen, re-engineering, we're dealing with reconstruction, we're dealing with renovation, we're dealing with, amen, the principle of of, of rebuilding we're dealing with amen coming back to that point where we can become more effective more functional more you know more more strategic amen we're dealing with a point a place where we can be more deliberate in our engagement so all of the idea of you know just flow you know as 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 you feel all of those things has to stop amen the, the concept of just just you know just do it the way everybody's doing no 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 we have amen we have an end goal we, we have an end goal. We, there's a place, there's a point, there's, there's a, a mandate, amen, God has given to us as the ecclesia. If you're part of the ecclesia, then you should be bothered about the present state, amen, of the church, amen. You should be, you, you should, you should be bothering, amen. You should, you should, you should feel a concern about the state of the world. You should feel concern about the state of the nation. You should feel concern, amen, about the state of government. You should feel concern, amen, about what is going on globally. You should feel concern about what is going on. We within your own environment and of course within your own life so there, there, there is a dimension of life there's a position that is a you know there's an angle to which we must position ourselves all right that we are able to hear you know Abba Cook said I will position myself on the mountain to see and to hear what the Lord will say to me all right so all of those dimensions where we find people living in the valley and they're complaining you know this morning I have every reason to complain because I've been struggling I've been struggling just to be online but you know at a point I said to myself okay maybe today I'm not going to broadcast but something in me says no 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 no, you've got a word in you that you that you need to give us. Somebody may be depending on this word. Just like yesterday, I was about going to bed and this word came to my spirit. Don't let anyone break your spirit. Only for somebody says, I needed this word. You see, that is how we track the things of God. It, it, it doesn't have to do with how I feel or how, you know, no, no. We have to live above the tides. We have to live above the circumstances. We have to live above how we feel, what the enemy is throwing to us. We have to see the bigger picture. We have to understand, amen, that we have been, we have been, we have been assigned for such a time as this. Somebody may depend on what I have to say this morning. Or a million and one people may not hear me, but one person will hear me. One person will listen. One person, amen, will, will you know, will connect. You see, God has a way. If there was, if 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 there was no Peter, amen, on that on that on that rooftop, you understand, there won't be anyone for God to send to, amen, from the house of Colinius. Remember, from the house of Colinius, they say they, they say go to this point, go to this place. You will find a man by the name, amen, of Simon Peter. He's living in the house of one called Tenet. <laughs> you understand? The, 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 God, God is preparing us so we can meet the needs, amen of each other so we can meet the needs of creation like i always say when god amen needs to move in in the earth all right god always call a people he always prepare a people so part of the preparation is that we have to go beyond our feeling we have to go we have to live life beyond our emotion we have to live life beyond the, the circumstance be beyond amen the quicksand that want to swallow us we have to live above amen the, the challenges we have to know how to walk amen how to live life how, how to how to glide how to walk on water we we have to live we must not sink in this day you are not permitted to sink 
You're not permitted to be swallowed. So every day you wake up, you must, amen, of course, believe God to grant you the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, the resource you need, amen, to live above the ties, to live above, amen, the challenges of the day. You have to believe God for that. And that's what we're talking about. This is how to live, amen, in the, in the days of the end. We're talking about how to live life, amen, and to live that kind of a life. Of course, we, we need what is called an apostolic spirit. An apostolic spirit is one that is, that is resource. An apostolic spirit is, amen, is, is one that is empowered, that is grace. And when an apostolic spirit comes into your life, into your space, amen, you never give up. You never say that no matter how they try to stop you, try to hinder you, no matter how the enemy try to, you know, frustrate you, you, you just keep coming back. You just keep coming back. You just, have you noticed that, you know, in, in the early century, they could not kill the church. No matter how they try to kill the people, but you couldn't kill the church. They thought killing the people. People, amen, mean killing the church. No, the, the people keep multiplying. All right, God continue to you know increase his wisdom and his grace in the life of those who are available. So your availability to what God is doing, to what God is saying in this season, amen, is very critical, is very crucial because there's an enemy out there, all right, that want to stop the intentions of God. Remember that we live for in the, in the intentions of God. Somebody say, well, I don't know what I'm called to do. I don't know my purpose in life. Come on. If you if you start reading the word of God, amen, your purpose will pop up. If you start reading the word of God, suddenly your heart, amen, will be burning. Whatever burdens your heart when you read the word of God is a direction to your purpose. <laughs> I love that. Whatever burdens your heart when you read the word of God, amen, is a signal, amen, to your purpose. So, so, so there has to be an Isaiah Phillips that comes, that brings the word of God, amen, that brings the counsels of God so that things can be stirred in your heart. The Bible says, you know, in the, on the road to Emmaus, as Jesus was speaking to those disciples that, that could not identify him, all right? But as, 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 as he was speaking, the Bible says their hearts were pricked. They said, didn't our heart pricked us when this man was speaking? But until he broke the bread, then their eyes were open. So you've got to understand that there's a need, amen, for in the certain men and women that heaven is empower for this season in time to be out there to speak god said to you know god said to you know uh was was it paul he said he said don't leave the city he said i still have men in this city so continue to declare continue to preach continue to speak the word of god so no matter what the enemy try to do to try to stop me i, I cannot be stopped amen if i have to you know scream on my lungs for people to hear i will do it because you see the bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god so this is a day where the ministry of the word of god once again amen is being honored and we have to appreciate what God, amen, is proclaiming and declaring nowadays. We must give, we must give, amen, premium price to the word of God, amen. We must pay close attention to this thing, amen. We must be committed. We must, we must yield our heart. We must surrender, amen. When I come like this and declare these things, these are not just to excite people. Of course, we want you to be excited because excitement, amen, is part of the spirit of joy. But beyond excitement, I want you to know that heaven is resourcing you. That God, amen, is thinking about you. That when you hear a word that confirms Amen. What you're feeling, what you are thinking about, or what you know you, you, you need to hear. That is God speaking to you. All right. God will speak his word, amen, to you. He will confirm it through his vessels, through his servant. Amen. He will, he will confirm it through people, through circumstance. All right. You will find yourself in a place and somebody will give you a word. That is part of God speaking to us. Amen. And many, of, many people want to hear an audible voice, but God is forever speaking. Even the wind, hallelujah, the mountains, amen, the valleys, the trees, the, the you know, the the, the the, the, the things around you, the circumstances around you are all part of the voice of God coming to you. So let me encourage you this morning, the next few minutes, 
to know that, amen, you're not alone. This is the day where we have to rise up to the occasion. And we have to continually present ourselves, amen. We have to continually offer ourselves to be refined because there's something that God wants to do with our life, but he will not use any kind of vessel. He wants to use a vessel that is ready, that is prepared, a vessel that is fresh, a vessel, amen, that is equipped, amen. He wants to use a vessel that understands, amen, what it, what it means to be alive. Like I always say, imagine if Mary was not there to present herself. Imagine if Joseph was not there to present himself. Imagine if Anna was not there to present herself. Imagine if Simeon was not there to present. All of this, but they have their own life. I say, I've got my life to live. Yes, you've got a life to live, but there is no other life that is better than living a life in Christ Jesus. <laughs> I said, there is no better life than living your life through, amen, the eternal prophetic intentions of God for your life. I've got a life to live. What kind of life can you live outside God's will? Like I always say, this many of these people that God used in the scripture, they were young people. Mary was young. <laughs> you understand? So for, 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 for us, amen, we have been born for such a time as this. It's our day, it's our time. This is not the day of Paul. Hallelujah. If Paul was to manifest in our day, he will, he will manifest through his spirit. The Bible said the day of Elijah is coming. And the day of Elijah has come, amen, because we saw John, amen, manifest the spirit of Elijah. Today, amen, we are manifesting the spirit of Elijah from a, from a better and a more, amen, a more complex, a more developed dimension. The spirit of the Lord, amen, is upon me for he has anointed me. Hallelujah. When the Spirit of God anoints you, amen, you are able to walk in the same path that Ruth walk. You are able to carry out the same, you know, capacity and grace, amen, that, you know, people like, you know, Peter and John, you understand, and, 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 and the rest, amen, walked in. We are in a day, hallelujah, of the Acts of the Apostle. And we've been talking about the concept, amen, of Jerusalem. We've been dealing with Jerusalem. What happened in Jerusalem will determine how we are able to reach the ends of the world. I said, what is going to be happening? How we engage Jerusalem, amen, will define and determine how we are, how we are going to be able to reach the ends of the world. Remember, the gospel begins in Jerusalem. This gospel of the kingdom shall, shall be preached to the ends of the earth. We want to reach the ends of the earth, yes, but we have to start in Jerusalem. We are the Jerusalem. Your location is the Jerusalem. Your house, your household is the Jerusalem. Hallelujah. The Jerusalem is the place of the battle. So we have to fix Jerusalem before we are able, amen, to carry this gospel to the ends of the world. Hallelujah. The world is waiting for us. And Jesus reached the world, amen, under three and a half years. So we have to find that technology, amen, that will accelerate our preparation. We have to, amen, yield ourselves like, like, like Esther, hallelujah, to the ministry of Mordecai, amen. It might be challenging, it might be difficult, Amen. But as you continue to yield yourself, Amen, for the refinement, for the transformation, Amen, for the for the beautification of your life, Amen. So His glory, Amen, can flow through your life. We have to do all of that. We cannot, Amen, allow circumstance and situation, Amen, and you know where we're coming from. Imagine, like I always say, imagine if you know, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, Esther will have to say to herself, you know, uh, you know, I lost my father. You know, I I don't have my mother with me. My brother is gone. If you live, Amen, in the in the defeatist mindset, Amen, of your background, listen, the enemy is going to break you. It will use all kinds of emotional issues, all kinds of challenges. It will use all of that to stop you and to tell you that you don't have what it takes. 
that you don't have what it takes. Imagine if Nehemiah was to be thinking of, you know, the, the circumstance of how he got to, you know, the land of captivity. He would never, how did Nehemiah in captivity? Yes, he, you can say, well, he was in the palace of Shusha, but he was in captivity. Amen. Even in captivity, amen, something in his heart would not give up about his calling, about his mandate, about amen, the intentions of the Father. And this is the kind of mindset I want you to have. The Bible says, rule thou in the midst of your enemy. These are days, amen, where our enemies seem to be having a laugh. Alright? It's scriptural. It's scriptural. It's a, the Bible says, it's a, this is the hour of darkness. When Jesus hung on the tree and he died, amen, the, the word was this is the, this is the time of darkness. Darkness seemed to be raining, alright, but it's just for a few days. It's just for a few days, amen, but the time is called the third day something new begins to happen it's called the day of resurrection the day of life life is coming back to us but we have to prepare amen because when god begins to release his spirit when the life of god begins to come amen there has to be a body that is prepared there has to be a man amen and a woman in the earth that is fully ready there has to be a vessel amen that has that has yielded that has submitted amen there has to it's a body you are prepared for me we have to be ready for that which God wants to do in our day. Don't begin to look for anything spectacular. Just continually yield yourself. It's not for you to bother about how God is going to use you. It's for you to, amen, to bother about, amen, how ready you will become. How ready are you, amen? How ready will you be prepared, amen, for that which God wants to do? God needs vessel, but he needs worthy vessel. In the great house, there are all kinds of vessel. God wants a vessel, our vessel, amen, to be ready so that, amen, when we are out there, Amen. Representing God, we will not bow down to the lies of the enemy. If Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, excuse me, if you know, the, uh, you know, Daniel and, the, and his and his his, his his colleague, Amen, were not ready. Do you think they would have they would have had the courage to stand up when everybody is bowing, you know, to this to this image, to this beastly image? No, they won't. But you see, these guys they know they are God. It was Daniel who said it. Alright, it is those who know their God. So are you seeing, are you are you getting the direction all right, of, of God's voice to you? We have to come to that point where the things of God are not feeble to us. The things of God are not just stories. The things of God, amen, are not just, well, you know, the figment of human imagination. They are not just some nice, you know, story. No, no. We have to come to that point that we know that we know the things that we have seen, that we have touched. Our hands have handled these things of the word of eternal life. We have to come to that point that we are more than persuaded that even every, even if everyone around you, amen, fails and, 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 and you know, and giving and get compromised that you will be standing that you will not allow the you know the the, the 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 fate of your brother amen to impact your own fate that you will not allow amen what is going on the, the mistakes the, the the challenges the the situation the condition of the church amen to define how you are going to stand for the lord come on this is what god said to me when i was in bible school he said, because the fact that, you know, people are not praying does not mean that you must not pray. Don't look at people to be motivated. Look at my word. Find motivation from my word. Look at my prophetic intentions for your life, all right? And that challenged me, all right? You don't have to look at anyone. You have to look at what God has said in his word. His word is what motivates us. It's not what people see. Thank God for the motivation of people. But if people suddenly collapse around you, does it mean that you also must collapse? <laughs> if, stop, if people start falling around, people start dying around, does it mean that you also must die no you choose to leave i choose to leave this day friends 
I choose to be that prophetic voice of God. I choose to be that carriage. Amen. I choose to be that, that to be that vessel, that person, amen, that will bring forth, that will carry out, that will, you know, reveal the intentions of God to my generation. I care less of what people think about me. As long as my life is in alignment, amen, with the mandate of the Father. You see, you have to, you have to come to this point. So the day Isaiah does not encourage you does not mean that you must not stand encouraged. You get it? You get it? You don't live your life based on what, you know, people do. People live by feelings. People are here and there. They, they're, never, they're, they're neither here and there. They either be here today, tomorrow, they're somewhere else, you know. People are like a wind. They're thoughts here and there. You know? But you have to have that position, amen, where you are stable. Where you move from, Amen. A position of being, you know, a, a, a Petros to a Petra. You move from a position, amen, uh, from that realm of just, you know, a, 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 pe a pe pebble stone, amen, to a solid, massive rock that is unmovable, unshakable. Jesus, the Bible says, is our rock of all ages. I want to quickly read a word to you this morning as, as, I, as, I, as I get to, you know, round up. Like I said, I just want to, I just want to prove to the devil this morning that you can't stop me. <laughs> you can't, you know, that this, you just want to tell the devil, you cannot stop. You cannot hinder what God wants to do. You see, we, 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 you see when you begin to understand this, this thing that I'm talking about, the apostolic spirit. Remember, I've, I've not even begun to talk about, you know, you've been, I never said anybody is called to be an apostle. No, the church. All right, the church that Christ amen, birthed was an apostolic church. Remember, Jesus himself was the one that said, I will build my church. I will build my church. So he gave, amen, after building his church, and he's still building his church, he gave, amen, fivefold ministry, amen, to resource. Those fivefold are the economies of God, amen, for his church. They are the economies of God. They are the resource of God, amen, to his church, to maintain his church, to advance his church. So, so listen to this. As long as, amen, you have been called by Christ, there is a resource, amen, there's an apostolic grace, an apostolic spirit, amen, upon your life. And that spirit, amen, says you are able to do when the devil says you are disabled. When circumstance says you are disabled, that spirit says you are able because it is he who chooses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. So we're dealing with something here that says, amen, we are, we are restoring Jerusalem. Like Nehemiah who goes to restore, hallelujah, the bond gates and the broken walls, amen, of Jerusalem. Because Jerusalem is the place of the initiative of God's name. The, Jerusalem is the place where the things of God are birthed. The things of God are released into, amen, the ends of the earth. If we're ever going to move, if we're ever going to do anything effective for God, amen, you have to locate your Jerusalem. And you have to make sure your, your Jerusalem is ready. It's prepared, amen, for the release of God. Now, in, in Luke chapter, in Luke chapter, eight, uh, chapter 18, we've been looking at different dimensions and expressions of what Jerusalem represents. We know that Jerusalem, amen, is the place where David established, all right? It's, it's, it's the place where he established, amen, as the, as, as the, as the city, amen, of, of the expression of the building, amen, of the things of God. Jerusalem became the capital, amen, of, of, of Israel. And Jerusalem was taken. Jerusalem was, was, was used to be a hidden nation. 
Alright, but David took took Jerusalem, amen, and he turned it to a place, hallelujah, where uh, it became the, the, the place of the resource of the things of God. From Jerusalem, David began to reign. He began to rule. But for you to get to Jerusalem, you have to go through your cave, Adulam. You have to get through, go through your, you know, Ziglag. You have to come to Hebron. You understand? You, you, you don't just wake up in Jerusalem. You, you, you have to, you have to war. You have to fight. Remember, alright, they, they, they have to, they have to possess the land. Alright, they were Canaanites there. They were Jebusites. There were all kinds of ungodly spirit there. All right, you have to take possession, and that's what's going on right now. You have to take possession of your mind. All right, they say, can anything good come out of this place? The reason why they said that is because they have made reference. They, all kinds of things have happened in that point. So, uh, if you if you look at the past of this person, can anything? We know your we know your history, but God doesn't deal with your history. God deals, Amen, with your future. God is not just interested and limited amen, to, to your history. I mean, if God were to look at our history, nobody would be able to do anything for God. Hallelujah. We have an history, thank God, but we have a present and a future. Glory to God. And this is what we are tracking here. All right. So we have to understand that that which we see right now may not look worthy, may not look acceptable, may not look amen, you know, uh, 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 as anything, but God is able amen, to change and to transform. And that's something I love about Nehemiah. All right. He looked at the state he looked at the condition, amen, of that broken, you know, walls. And, and, I mean, he could have given up like every other person. But this guy saw something. He held on to a prophetic word. I'm sure, amen, Nehemiah, he must have read in the scripture that, hey, one day God is going to restore, amen, his, his glory, amen. From this place, the glory of God. In fact, if you read the scripture, I think it's in uh, uh, Exodus, you know, uh, um, Exodus 19, if I'm not mistaken. God said, amen, his intention was that, amen, the nation of Israel become, the, become amen, a kingdom of priests. A kingdom of priests in the nations. That was God's intention. And that intention has not changed. That intention has not changed. That God, through, amen, Jerusalem, wants to release, amen, priests into the nations. A kingdom of priests, a nation of priests. Hallelujah. That there ought to be, amen, a, a, an expression of his, of his kingdom in the earth. There are certain truths you've got to track. You have to keep them. What, what has God said to you about your nation, about South Africa, about Zimbabwe, about you know, Botswana, Malawi? What has God said to you amen, about America? What has God revealed to you amen, about your country? Wherever you're coming from, Nigeria, Ghana, wherever, wherever you come from, you know, no matter how, how hard things may look, how difficult, amen, how complex amen, the political situation may look, amen, but what has God said? Because at the end of the day, the word of the Lord carries the day. Circumstance does not change the word. We, th these guys, they run with that which has been prophesied. So Nehemiah saw what God has said. He wasn't looking at the state. Right? Sometimes, you know, I have to take myself, you know, out of how I think or feel. And look at what God has said. And suddenly faith rises up again in my heart. Because if you, if you want to be fixative of, of what is on ground, you're not, you're not going to do anything. You're not going to do anything because they will tell you these bones cannot leave. These bones are dead. These are dry. I mean, how do you bring army out of these dead things? But guess what? If you know what God has said about your life, 
if you know the word of God that has gone forth, if you know amen, the declaration, the proclamation that has, that has gone forth, they said to Timothy, war a good warfare based on the prophetic word that has gone forth over your life. War a good warfare. You understand? A lot of people have a prophetic word. They start dancing around. No. When they give you a prophetic word, that is the time for war. Because the enemy is coming for that word. He's coming amen, to steal. He's coming to kill. He's coming to destroy if he can. Amen. So you have to know how to take the word of God and war with it. What has God said about Jerusalem? That Jerusalem will be a place of the establishment of his council. Jerusalem will be, amen, the establishment of his administration on earth. That his will, his council, amen, will go forth out of Jerusalem. The Bible says, out of Jerusalem you have perfected beauty. Jerusalem is a type of Zion. But this Jerusalem is in ruin. It's shattered. I'll read a scripture quickly for you quickly. Luke chapter 18. I'm going to take you from verse 31. Jesus took the 12 aside and told them. Listen to this. Jesus took the 12, the 12 disciples aside. And he told them, we are going to Jerusalem. And everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled in Jerusalem. And we're not just talking about you know, some, everything good here. There are some crazy, ungodly things here that will be fulfilled in Jerusalem. I'm talking about the concept of Acts chapter 1 because Jesus said, tarry, wait in Jerusalem. There are all kinds of things, amen, that is happening while we're waiting. Tarry in Jerusalem, amen. <laughs> Out of this place that looks messy, that looks, you know, ungodly, that all the kinds of buying and selling is going on, where all kinds of ungodly things. Out of this place, the spirit of God is going to invade. Out of this place will come forth an apostolic generation. Have you noticed that? That it's from Jerusalem God that God released. Amen. It's, it's apostolic spirit and, and sent forth a people to go and represent his intention across the nation. If we're ever going to effectively disciple the nations, amen, we have to. We have to change our perspective. We have to change, amen, our understanding, amen, about the, 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 the counsels of God, the workings of God. Tarry in Jerusalem. But as you tarry in Jerusalem, you have to know the location. Like I've been saying, amen, in Jerusalem, there are all kinds of things going on, all kinds of religious activity. Have you noticed that almost every relig relig religion you find today on earth, all of them have a base in Jerusalem. And I'm talking about, you know, the geographical Jerusalem. There's something about that place that everybody wants to have a peace. <laughs> That's why there is war till tomorrow in Jerusalem. As it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. You have to understand the battle, the, 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 the things that are going on amen, regarding the peace of land, regarding the peace of land, because there's something about Jerusalem amen, that, that, that expresses amen, the establishment of the domain of God, the, 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 the counsels of God, the intentions of God. So Jesus said, amen, we are going to Jerusalem and everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. Listen to this. He will be handed over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, insult him, spit on him. I love this. Look at this. Look, just look at those words. In Jerusalem. Jerusalem. They said Jerusalem will hand Jesus amen, to, to the Gentiles, to the Roman Empire. But remember, God's intention for Jerusalem, amen, is to be a conduit. 
is to be a vessel, is to be a voice, amen, to the nations, is to be a place of, you know, a pointer, is to be a bridge, amen, where the counsels of God will go into the nation. But at this point, this Jerusalem seemed to be contradicting God's prophetic counsel. And that's the church for you. Jerusalem is a type of the church. Are you getting the point that we're making? You may look into your life, a type of your Jerusalem. And you, maybe you've given up on yourself. <laughs> this Jerusalem does not look like it's complying with God. It's always like that. But there has to be amen, a type of a leadership that must rise up in Jerusalem to clean the mess. When Jerusalem is invaded by all kinds of spirits. Jerusalem you know, will begin to do things contrary to you know, God's prophetic intention for our life. Uh, what a prophetic word right for the church yes you may look at around your life and you don't see anything good come out of it based on what God have said but guess what you don't need amen to look at what you're seeing you need to look into what God has said because there's something about the technology of God's word that can turn amen the worst the worst of situation around that can turn it around as long as there is somebody who can pray as long as there's somebody on the lost side he said, if I find one among them, that's what God said. If I can find one among them in Jerusalem, amen, who will, who will rise up to build up the wall, amen, to build a gap, who will pray, who will intercede. So you will make mention of the Lord, amen, give yourself no rest. You know, one of our sisters yesterday sent me, you know, a, 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 you know, a picture of what is going on in United Kingdom, you know, with this gay and lesbians and all of these things that they're doing i mean when you look at those things you ask yourself is the church winning the battle we cannot look at what is going on to determine if we're winning or losing of course to a certain degree it's important that we look but guess what we have to look first into the spirit we have to win the war first in the spirit we have to be well positioned in the spirit you see if we have not taken our stand in the spirit what we are seeing in the natural realm i tell you is going to dwarf us it's going to make us feel like we are we are nothing and that is what the devil wants amen us to do the devil always likes to show us things so we can conclude it's not working if you look at i mean if i had to look at my condition amen you know uh, uh 45 minutes ago I, I, I won't i won't be broadcasting here no, I will not. We have to be flexible. We have to listen to the voice of God. We have to, we have to be malleable. We have to, we, 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 we have to know how to change. Amen. We have to know, amen, how to transit, how to travel light. Amen. Don't let anything weigh you down, bother you. You're going to die before your time. The enemy knows, amen, how to kill people before their time. I do not believe that all of the people dying around us are, are all designed by God. I no, no, I do not believe. I believe we need to teach people how to take their stand. I believe we need to tell people amen, to say no to, to death. And the only reason why you can say no to death is because you have a reason to live. Some, somebody who have no reason to live. When death comes, you say, well, it's my, it's my lot. It's, it's my, no, it's my destiny. It's, who says your destiny? <laughs> who says that is your destiny? You're going to die when you finish intentions of god so you you tell that thing stay at arms arms, arms length stay away stay away from me 
You tell a man that that spirit, that emotional yo-yo, you stay away from me. All right. You tell that, you know, ungodly mindset that will not allow you to think straight. Stay away from me. My mind, my life is bound to Christ. I'm married to Christ. I'm the bride of Christ. He's coming for me. I'm going to wait for him. If he waits another thousand years, I'll be waiting for him. I refuse to die. I refuse to give in to the lies of the enemy. No devil is going to take me out. No power, no spirit, amen, is going to remove me before my time. I will live and not die to declare the counsels of God. I will fulfill God's intention for my life, for my home, for my children. Come on. You have to declare it. You have to say this thing now. When you say words are spirit, when you say them, as I'm speaking right now, there are all kinds of war going on in the spirit. They say, oh, no, this guy, this guy, it is, no, you can't stop it. The word of God is a life. You can't stop it. Your words are spirit and life. Jesus said the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. I don't play with my words. I know the power of what we say, what I declare. So when I speak, we see the result. Because, you see, you can't understand the power of words if you don't understand the spirit behind words. Have you noticed that Jesus never raised, you know, a, a sword? He never raised a bow and arrow to fight. He, he used, amen, the power of the word. In fact, he himself is called the word. Come on. He is the word. We shape destiny by, by releasing the word. So when sometimes when I you know, speak words to people, I say, may the blessings of God be upon you. I'm not being religious. I know what I'm saying. May you increase in wisdom. I know what I'm declaring. I'm very intentional when I use my words. I don't use words loosely. I'm very, very intentional. Because I know, hallelujah, what, what God's word has done in my life. I know how the word of God, amen, healed me without anyone laying hands on me. I know how the word of God freed me, delivered me. And if you're going to remain, amen, and maintain your deliverance, you have to be in the atmosphere of the word of God. You have to be in the atmosphere, hallelujah, of the expression of God's word. Today, you will sustain this day by the words that you declare. You see? You can declare positive word, but if your heart, if your mind, if your emotion is negative, that word is not going to come to pass. Because the word of God works with every faculty of your life. Amen. When you speak every aspect of your life, I've spoken. That's why, you know, sometimes I, I pity people who say things that they don't mean. So you don't you understand that you are empowering the devil. You're empowering the devil. When you say things that you, you don't mean, things you know you're not going to do, you say it. You are empowering the devil because the devil doesn't have more authority over your life because the enemy knows that what you're saying is not going to come to pass. So he takes advantage of what you say. What are we doing? We're preparing for the days ahead of us. The days ahead of us are glorious days. They are glorious days. They are days of breakthrough. They are days earlier of favor. They are days of goodness. But we have to believe. We have to take our stand. So they will continue to re renew and reform us. And continue to hit amen, every order. Every structure. Amen. That is not of God. They are hitting it out of our life. When you are crying. You are screaming. Amen, go ahead. As long as those things don't stay. We are going to Jerusalem. And these are the things that is going to happen. Jesus said they will hand me over to the Gentiles. They were in Jerusalem. Have you seen what they did amen, in Jerusalem in the temple? They were selling doves. They were selling all kinds. This man brought out whip. <laughs> he drove them out. He said you've turned. 
You've turned this place. Jerusalem ought to be the place of the temple where, amen, the Lord, the glory of God is. But you have torn it. We have to restore it. I'm not talking about some physical temple here. I'm talking about a dimension called Jerusalem. It's a place where God launches you out. It's a place where God releases his grace and his glory. It's a place where the apostolic spirit of God rests. We have to repossess Jerusalem. He said, tarry in Jerusalem. When he finished, he commanded them, tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued. So don't tarry for two days and move until something must happen in Jerusalem. Tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued. He said, we are going to Jerusalem and everything that is written by the prophets, everything that is written by the prophet earlier is a, about the son of man will be fulfilled. He will be handed over in Jerusalem, the place where God has chosen. That's a place where you're going to face the most, the most you know, tr tragic, the most challenging, the most you know, fearsome battles of, of your life. He will be given over to the Gentiles. That's why some people today believe that the Antichrist is going to manifest from Jerusalem. I won't be surprised. I mean, there are theories like that. They're looking for where the Antichrist... I mean, where, where else could the Antichrist manifest? It has to be in a place where everybody loves. It has to be in a place where, you know, you know, all the religious you know, demons you know, seem to agree. It's in Jerusalem. That's why all right, the Roman Catholic, they have a strong goal. They have a strong, strong influence over Jerusalem. That church of nativity, I tell you, you don't want to mess with that church. <laughs> but that is the same place, amen, that the Muslim headquarters build their whatever. In Jer Jerusalem, <laughs> there's something about Jerusalem. We have to war for it. We have to battle for it. If you want, if you want told world war, just bomb Jerusalem. Because everybody has a stake over Jerusalem. He said from that, it will be handed over to the Gentiles. Listen to what Jesus said. This is a prophetic word Jesus is giving. He says, in Jerusalem, I will be mocked there. I will be insulted and I will be spit upon. They will spit on you. What an insult. So if you are not dead, <laughs> if you are not crucified, when somebody spit on you, won't all... <laughs> Won't the, the, old, the old Adamic nature rise up in you? You will forget that you're a servant of God. You're a minister of the gospel. You forget that you know, you, you've been crucified with Jesus. Jesus said they will spit on me in Jerusalem. They will insult me. And they will mock me. I want you to note that word. And I'm going to take you. I want you to know those three words. You will be mocked in Jerusalem. You will be insulted in Jerusalem. Amen. And you will be spit on Paul. But guess what? It's also in Jerusalem that the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. <laughs> are you seeing the paradox so you have to keep your eye you have to develop a sound prophetic spirit Jesus already prophesied this he was telling his disciples we are going up to Jerusalem and everything that is written by the prophet about the son of man will be fulfilled there so don't just think oh hallelujah Jerusalem we're just going to be filled with the Holy Spirit before amen, that happens all kinds of things are going to happen to you are you ready nobody just get to be baptized by the spirit the devil is going to come and taunt you. He's going to mock you. He's going to insult you. Are you ready? Because in Jerusalem, there are two voices. There's a popular voice, but there's a voice, amen, coming from where? The upper room. 
Have you noticed that when God begins to move, people, people that you think are with you, are among you, are the ones, amen, that fight the move. They are the ones, amen, who are the Pharisees, the Sadducees, amen, the ones who are the custodian, amen, of the things of God. They are the very one who handed Jesus, amen, to the Gentiles. They are the one, they are the enemy of the gospel. The Gentiles just help them to fulfill, amen, what the, what, you know, what the, what the Jews desire. The Roman Catholic and the, 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 the Roman Empire, amen, just basically fulfill, amen, what the, what the chief priest and the chief rabbi did. They, they are the one that handed. Who arrested Jesus? Was it the Roman Empire that arrested Jesus? No. It was the Jew. It was the, it was the chief priest that arrested Jesus. The Sandrines. Oh. <laughs> I want you to track these things that I'm saying to you. In the next few minutes, I'm going to be stopping. But I want you to see. They mocked him. They insulted him. They spit on him. Now, let's look at this scripture quickly, then I'll be done this morning because I've got some things that I need to quickly engage in and I'm running out of time. In Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 1, the Bible says, When Sambalat heard that we, were, that we were rebuilding the walls, he became angry and was quite upset. The moment you begin to say you want to restore Jerusalem, remember Jerusalem starts with you. Jerusalem starts with you. It starts with your home, your family, your community, your immediate inner circle. That's your Jerusalem. Jesus said, Amen. This gospel will go from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, then the uttermost part. A lot of people want to reach the uttermost part. But Jerusalem, Amen, is not, it's not ready. It's not prepared. You know, all kinds of things that ought to be fixed in, and, and prepared, built up in you in Jerusalem to carry the message to the ends of the earth. The capacity you're going to be needing in Judea, in Samaria, amen, to reach the ends of the earth, amen, has to be developed. You see, many of the things that I'm doing right now, I didn't get to develop them when, when I came to South Africa. No. I've been preparing these things, amen, in Nigeria. They've been preparing me. I'm sending you to a land, amen, of mountains and valleys. A place of, of, of many diversities and colors. You know, South Africa is a, is a nation of, of nations. When, when you think, I mean, you can live among the colored and die in that circle without, underst without, without understanding another nation called, amen, the Indians. And then when you leave the Indians, then you find, amen, the, you know, the, the, the whites. That's another nation. They, they, they have their own expression, their own belief system, their own way of life. And then, then you go to the blacks. You know, that's a different dimension, different ball game. You understand? But you can live as a colored person in your little cocoon and all your life you, you live and die there without even understanding there's a different dimension. Nations within nations. In this nation, there are people highly sighted, well advanced in the things, while there are still people who don't even know. They, they don't even know that it's something that is called, you know, a passport. All they know is, you know, ID. They've never seen a passport in their life in this same nation of South Africa. A nation of different diversity. Different e economic, you know, you know uh, uh, status and beliefs. Different. I mean, when you talk about a nation so divided yet so, you know, united, quote and unquote, that's South Africa. How do you begin to reach this kind of nation? So in, in South Africa alone, you can be reaching the nations. <laughs> Are you getting the point that I'm making? If you want to reach nation, you've got to come understudy this land, this nation. A nation of many ideas, belief system. 
When you go, when you when you go to amen to 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 Durban and you see how amen the, the Hindus are, are are very present. I mean, the kind of demons you'll be dealing with, amen, in KwaZulu Natal is different from your 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 little demon, amen, in Johannesburg. It's different from you know all those racist spirit that you're dealing with here in in Western Cape. I'm telling you, when you go when you, when you go to KwaZulu Natal, you will know if you are not strong in the Lord, they will finish you one day. <laughs> so you've got to understand you, you're dealing with powers, principalities, hierarchies. I tell people if you want to take this nation, you have to take KwaZulu Natal. The problem of South Africa is not the whites, no, it's then Durban. That's where the seat, the power, the principalities are. Those temples, those high places. Yes. The others just reinforces the spirit. And they are all working together. So how do you deal with all of this? We're talking about complexity. You see how God speaks to us? Yes, when you hear words like this, you must have amen, an apostolic spirit to know what I'm talking about. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot want to go to the ends of the nation or ends of the earth, amen, and do not understand the principles, amen, of nations. The apostolic will empower you, will grace you, will, will embolden you. You will understand what, what is taking place in your life. And that's why the devil, you know, has so divided this nation that people from Durban hardly know what is going on, all right, in the Western Cape. People from Western Cape, they hardly know. The only time people travel, you know, maybe it's Christmas, they just go to visit Durban. You go to visit the beach there. Come on, you must be the most blinded and the most stupid person in life. I'm sorry to say, but that's the truth. Just want to go, just want to go see the hotels and you know see the beach. No, why don't you go and feel the spiritual amen, texture? Go and feel the spiritual atmosphere of all of this dimension that you live in. You're born in South Africa, but you don't even understand the spirit that is ruling South Africa. South Africa is like America. Each of those states are nations by themselves. You see. Are you, are you seeing why we need to develop the kind of capacity that is required? That we cannot assume that we're ready. <laughs> Only for you to get to Samaria and, you know, and, and, you know that spirit of bad Jesus. You know, remember that guy, bad Jesus, yes. Another type of Jesus <laughs> in Samaria was waiting. The Bible says it was a great one. The people thought it was a great one. Until the apostolic grace came there. Are you ready? Father, we thank you. Thank you for your impressions. Thank you for your desire. We're taking Jerusalem. It's a place where we get to be crowned. Jerusalem is a place where the kings are crowned. It's a place where the scepter of rulership is given to us. It's a place where your economy, yes, flows into our life as a stream. We thank you. We honor you for this glorious word that the enemy tried to steal this morning. But he failed again woefully. He has always failed and he will always fail. Thank you, Father, for truth that will continue to impress your people to pray. They will take this word they've heard this morning, oh God, and pray them into every dimension of their life. They will seek to discover. They will seek to find out. As, as the prophets of old found out the things that have been spoken regarding Christ our Lord. Lord, I pray that this truth of God will continue to empower and embolden your people. We honor you for this glorious day. I speak the blessings of God into your life. 
I speak the goodness of God into your space. I proclaim that wisdom will continue to build you, that you will be fully ready, prepare for the master's use. I declare in the name of Jesus that this day you will rise above every storm. You will glide as the eagle glide on the, wi- on, on, the, on, the, on the wings of the wind. You will glide in the name of Jesus that you will not be swallowed by the enemy. You will not cause your feet to be dashed on the stone. He will lift you up. His mercy will continue to guide you as you come into the holies of holy. You will find him. You will hear him. You will be at peace. You will be at rest with him and with yourself. In the name of Jesus, everything around your life will work for you because you work for him. I declare as you go out there, you are pronounced blessed. Favor of God is upon you. No evil, no accident will be for you. In the name of Jesus, go and be blessed. Go and fulfill purpose. Creativity is your portion. Yes, productivity is your portion. You'll be fulfilled in Christ. Amen and amen. Well, thank you so much everyone this morning for joining me. Really appreciate uh, your time this morning. Well, for those who try to connect with us on uh, YouTube and couldn't, of course, by now you know what happened. So thank you so much. God bless you. Continue to advance in light. Now see you again, hopefully tomorrow or whenever I see you. God bless you. Bye-bye.